I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one -on -one time with teachers, with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one-on-one -on -one help a lot of students need. A 12 to one student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm Amanda Lamb. In today's deep dive conversation, we're talking with WREL's hidden history reporter, Heather Leah, about a Cary treasure that's getting a new home. Now, this is a 150-year-old house. It's only one of four on the National Historic Register in Cary. Heather, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. So tell me, where is the Ivy Ellington Waddell House right now, and where is it going? So right now, it's on the corner of Chatham and Harrison uh, in downtown Cary, just a little bit down Chatham Street from Ashworth's. So this is, and I've seen it before, there's a few little stores on the same side of the street as the drugstore. And it's kind of tucked back. It almost looks like a church. Yeah. In fact, the Gothic Revival architecture style is mostly seen in churches nowadays in the remaining buildings. So this is very rare for there to be a house with that same Gothic Revival style. And it's almost kind of hidden in a way where it is. Tell me where it's going. It's going to be actually in a more public position. It is. So um, the home is going to be moved in February. Uh, they're already starting to take off the non-historic additions to it right now and prep for the move. So you can kind of watch it change day by day. And it's going to go to the old library site uh, right on Academy Street, right across from the downtown park. So it'll be in a very visible location and, uh, you know, hopefully get a lot more foot traffic and visibility. So tell me, what is the historical significance of this house to carry? Well, first of all, it is a uniquely beautiful home. Uh, if you've seen it, uh, you actually commented earlier, it looks a lot like a church. Uh, the Gothic Revival architecture style, very rare to be seen in a house nowadays. A lot of those homes have been torn down. Uh, it's got these beautiful pointed windows and a steeply pitched roof. A uh, lot of triangle shapes in this house. It's it's very beautiful home. And its current location really gives um, gives historic context to carry as a railroad town. Gothic Revival homes were commonly seen near railroads, which this would have been near a railroad. Um, so its beauty is, is part of why people have always been drawn to this home. Uh, and so its location really pays homage to Cary's history. Uh, Cary is one of 16 towns that spring up around Wake County between 1871 and 1927. So um, it's not limited to just Cary, Apex, New Hill, and Holly Springs were also some of these railroad towns. And so its location was right there on the railroad. In fact, there was a road that went through Cary at the time called Railroad Street, Railroad Street, and the road is no longer called Railroad Street. Today, it's Cedar Street. It's more like just a back road for parking currently. But at the time, it was the main street of Cary. It was right there near um, the Ivy Ellington House. Now, the Ivy Ellington House 
as best as we can tell, was built in the 1870s, which goes right along with when the railroad was springing up through Cary and when railroad was becoming really popular. So this would have been a private home? Yes, it was a private home. And the first known owners were Thaddeus and Mary Esther Downs Ivy. Um, And they owned the home from 1893 until 1898. And so that's where you get the the Ivy name. The Ivy part of the name. And then later, uh, Jay Harrison Ellington got the home, and that's where you get Ellington. So you have Ivy Ellington. And sometimes they include the name Waddell, Ivy Ellington Waddell. um, And that is for a later owner, though often it gets just shortened to Ivy Ellington. And, you know, anytime you're changing something that's been a piece of history, and I'm imagining this house has not been used in recent years, correct? Um, not not in any sort of um, public sense. Uh, it, it's been mostly storage, to my knowledge. Uh, I know that the farmer's market stored their things in there. So a lot of people haven't been able to see inside it. There's a lot of mystery. Yeah. Right. So the yard maybe has been used for different things. I know I've seen some art displays there. So how do people, how do people feel about this move? Well, you know, the the home, given its location in, in, in downtown, which has been so rapidly growing and expanding, I know there had been concern and discussion and chatter in the community about will, will it eventually be demolished? Will it eventually be moved? Um, and so there was a lot of concern in the community for its safety, though I will say, having spoken to the developers, um, there was never any concern that the house would have been torn down. That was just chatter and concern uh, coming from a wonderful place, people wanting to preserve the history of the city. Uh, But the house was always planned to be saved. Um, But, uh, you know, people have mixed feelings about it. Um, I would say there's a chunk of people who are, of course, sad. Anytime you move a home from its historic site, you are removing it from a little bit of the context of why it was there to begin with. As we talked about, it was there right by the railroad. The way the house looks has to do with that. Um, The land itself, uh, we actually read in a written history from a later inhabitant, uh, the daughter of the original inhabitants, that uh, during the 1890s, the front yard of the house was said to have served as a campsite for people who were driving their cattle from Chatham County to Raleigh. So, you know, this this was a very bustling area at the time. And that was Esther Ivy, and, and she's the daughter of Thaddeus Ivy. And uh, she remembers, she says they would bring their cattle in to water at the well in front of the house, at the, house, the home's well. Um, and they would come from Chatham County and gather up all the cattle that they wanted to sell in Raleigh, and they would bring them through Cary, coming down Chatham Street. And sometimes, she says, they would actually drive turkeys along with wow. the cattle. If you can, and the turkeys would what, take to the that trees. That would have been a sight. Yeah. <laughs> if you can imagine, I mean, yeah, imagine downtown Cary, as it is today, and cattle and turkeys just, just, just coming down the road. Rolling down the street. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> Well, it sounds like a lot of change is happening, and we're going to talk more about that with Heather. What's next for this house? What's next for that spot and the development in downtown Cary? We'll be back in a moment. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. 
What's the JAG advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996, with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Is getting your CPAP supplies a real pain? It doesn't have to be that way. Hi, I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers, and we are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Our streamlined process makes getting your CPAP as easy as one, two, three, and we ship anywhere in the state. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. I'm talking with Heather Leah about the future of an historic home that's on the move in Cary. And also we're going to talk about what's going to happen at the site where the home was so we know the house is moving what do you think or what do you know about what's going to happen in the site that the house is now that it's moving from yeah so uh the developer was nice enough to speak with me uh the the primary developer is going to be chatham street commercial and they're doing quite a, a lot of uh development in the downtown area and have quite a passion for carry um i found out that the owner of the company has deep, deep roots in Cary. Uh, some of the original uh, town of Cary families, uh, his family is one of those. So a lot of love for the community and watching it grow. And so he had told me he absolutely never would have seen the house destroyed. There was always a plan to save the home. And that's why it's being moved. He also did tell me, I know there was a concern that the home would be taken off the National Registry. Uh, he told me that it that won't happen. It should be able to stay on the National Registry. So that that's also really good news and a concern that had been existing. Now, as far as what's going to go into that site, um, he says there's three components of the first phase. And this is what he shared with me. Uh, first of all, there's going to be a plaza known as Wano Plaza. So uh, he said uh, Ivy and Ellington, those names are always going to be honored as part of the house. He wanted to make sure that the Wano name was also honored in some way on that piece of property. So I thought that was really nice. Uh, there's going to be the Wano building, which is going to be a uh, turn-of-the-century office building, so we'll have some office space. One thing he mentioned was that downtown Cary, uh, it doesn't have a whole lot of office space or office workers. I actually worked in downtown Cary myself for a while, and I do remember that on my lunch break, you know, I might walk down to Ashworth's to get a hot dog. There weren't a lot of options. There's yeah. not a lot of, there's not a lot of, well, at, at the time, there weren't as many, and, and also there weren't many people out right. there walking along. Um, so a lot of these uh, businesses in downtown, the restaurants and the coffee shops, uh, they need that lunch traffic. Sure, so sure. He's hoping, to make it vibrant. Yeah. yeah, so he's hoping to bring that with some office space. Uh, on the corner, there's going to be the Jordan Building. He's planning for it to be four stories. Um, so if anybody was wondering how, how tall are these buildings going to be, he's looking at four stories. The ground floor is going to have retail and a restaurant, so kind of bring more of that shopping and, and food to downtown, uh, as well as 60,000 square feet of office space. And he said, historically, uh, 
this part of downtown has been a commerce and business corridor. Sure. And so he wants to kind of keep true to that. Um, and then at the end of Waddell Plaza will be a Meridian, will be the Meridian Carry, and it's going to be a multifamily development. So it sounds like perhaps apartments um, or maybe townhouses, but there's going to be uh, close to 200 units, not quite. Wow. So a lot of change. And then Ashworth Drugs, though, still anchoring that other corner? Yes. Okay, Yeah, great. don't worry about Ashworth. Yes, they're, there. they're <laughs> historic. Um, so the house we've talked about in the first part is going over to where the Cary Library used to be. So this is a pretty big, wide open spot. It's going to be very visible. And I'm imagining at some point there will be more development around that. Right now, as you said, it's kind of acting as a park because they are building the park across the street. Yes. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting that the old library site has become really just a a green space, a gathering space currently. And and, and while we wait for the downtown park to come to life, um, I know I've been watching that park change every day and I'm so excited to see the growth there. Um, The house will be on Academy Street. Now, again, contextually, historically, um, you know, Academy Street was as it sounds like, it was the academic street. There was a girls' dormitory, which is now the Cotton House. Um, There was the Principal Dry's house, which was right on the corner. I believe it's a restaurant now. So, you know, taking a railroad house and putting it on the academic street, historically, again, it does lose some of the context, and I do want to acknowledge that. However, I do think there's a benefit, which is that the visibility, Academy Street is no longer the, the academic street, right? That's what it was. It's definitely become more of the street where you go and you get, you know, a craft beer, you go walk around at the park, you hang out at the fountain, um, you go look at the holiday lights and, and all of the amazing things they have going on there. So I think moving this house there makes sense. It makes at sense point. at yeah. this point. And they're hoping. Uh, according to the Town of Cary's website, the plan is for it to become uh, kind of an office space for the people who work for the park uh, in the short term. And in the long term, again, they don't know for sure, but there's discussion about it becoming a welcome center, possibly for downtown or the park. And I do know from talking to friends of Paige Walker that there's a lot of historic treasures uh, that the town has stored right now because they don't have anywhere to, to display it. So there are some people who are really hoping that maybe eventually this is a spot for th- it. Yeah, we can yeah. go in, we can see the Ivy Ellington. Most of us have never been able to see inside and then look at these treasures that have never been seen by the public as well. So that's my hope. <laughs> Absolutely. And is this part of a larger trend that you're seeing as somebody that tracks history in our area? It is. Um, I mean, I'll say this again, when you move a home, you're always going to lose some of that historic context. But moving it is so much better than demolishing it. The town of Cary recently moved the oldest remaining home in Cary, the Nancy Jones house. Uh, That was in 2021. It was quite a sight to see it on the back of a truck being carried uh, through the streets. Um, But they did that because the house was on property that didn't belong to the town. And so the town bought the home, moved it to property that they could keep it on, to keep it safe. So when they're moving these homes, uh, I do believe it's with the intent of preserving that history. 
Absolutely. Well, Heather, thank you so much for sharing this fascinating story with us, another fascinating story. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download and making us part of your morning routine. Another great way to get WREL news is the Morning Briefing Newsletter. It's a daily email waiting in your inbox every morning with triangle news events and headlines to get you ready for the day. Sign up at WREL.com backslash newsletter. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.